Hello, this is On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. I'm Wayne Highlander, National Sales Manager with Bona Diesels. And I'm Rob Johnson from Bona Training. How do you say, Rob? How are you this morning, Wayne? I'm doing fantastic, man. Uh, it's really not morning, is it? It's uh, actually it's actually five o'clock Eastern time, so I don't know where I came up with good morning. But we have a special guest today. I thought that that Jerry was gonna be on. <laughs> Jeremiah Strong. How you doing, Jer? I'm doing well, fellas. Thank you for uh thank you for the uh, invite and being able to join you guys here and really uh really like what you guys done with the studio here, man. It's like WKRP. That <laughs> goes way back. So we're going to talk today. Uh, we, we talked about the power drive, but we, we never really talked about sandpaper sequences. And I've gotten some questions uh, from some listeners over the last couple, probably months, especially on diff different sandpaper sequences because we brought it up. And, and I know, Jared, that this is something you use day in and day out. And, you know, I trust your judgment. And uh, so we're going to talk about that. But before we do, why don't you give a little bit background about yourself and what you do these days? Yeah, so I'm a, a Jeremiah Strong, a territory manager for Bona. I uh, uh, oversee territory of Tennessee, Alabama, Mississippi, and Louisiana. Um, I've been a flooring contractor for uh, quite a few years. I started in 1996. Uh, ran my own business for a number of years. Uh, did really well. Uh, we had multiple floors in the floor of the year contest. Um, uh, we did some really neat stuff, and uh, and now um, now been with Bona since 2017. Jeremiah, how'd you get your start in this business, anyways? You know, I mean, any uh, any cool people you ever worked for? You know, that's funny you say that, Rob. That's um, yeah. Uh, it, I'll tell you what I I started with a fellow you may know very well and that's uh that's Wayne Highlander. So oh my god. About 1996 uh first first project we ever uh, had to work on it was actually from um a, a renovation or a, no we had to redo a house. All the floors had to come back up. It's like 6000 square feet and it was from a uh, the previous floor guy had left stain rags at the front door. And the whole house sprinkler system upon combustion and smoke sprinkler system flooded the whole house and flooded all the hardwood floors so they all had to come back up so it's the first time we worked uh, worked together uh, we worked together for a number of years oh in fact that house i'll say this it was the first time i met judy highlander which i'm sure from the last episode some of you some of you are familiar with now um boy she came she came to the project i think she brought wayne his 20 bucks for the day and uh um, I just remember seeing her and the first thing I just looked at him, I just thought, how in the hell did you ever land that? <laughs> That's funny. Cause I thought the same thing the first time I met your wife back in, I think it was last year when I met her, I thought, no, nah, <laughs> that one this, is an absolute this, mystery. This can't be. come on. I love that story. <laughs> you got to at least tell that story before you get going. Oh. You got to tell the, he gets to tell this when we do introductions at the school. It's one of my favorite introduction stories. So, so let's hear it. How'd you meet your wife? Yeah. So, um, that's funny. You brought that up. I wasn't planning on saying that whatsoever. So, um, but, uh, yeah, I, I got, I got to lead a project, uh, refinish some floor, floors in uh, town of Pleasanton in California. And so I go out and I, 
uh, did this project and meet this lady named Lori. And I just couldn't, you know, I just, um, uh, I remember bedding the project and I just, I couldn't believe how, uh, how just how stunning this, this, this lady was. I'm thinking, wow, I sure like to get this project. So, uh, needed to say I did, uh, you know, that's me. So anybody could, um, anybody could have got that project at a dollar a square foot. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, so anyway, so so I go get this project, and I go sand and finish, refinish all all the hardwood floors, and um, um, you know, and I got paid, and everything looked great, which is usual. So, uh, but a couple weeks went by, guys, and I just remember, man, I just I couldn't stop thinking about this this lady. I was like, man, she's just been on my mind the whole time, right? And I'm trying to work, do other projects, and. It just keeps popping in my head like every so often. So um, after a couple of weeks, I said, well, I'm going to give her a call and I got to see how things are going. And I don't know, we'll see where it goes. So I ended up seeing it, you know, of course, I started, how were, how were the floors? How was everything? Uh, but my true intention was, say, hey, do you want to go out on date? And I asked her if she'd like to go go out on date. And uh, she all she could say is, wow, about six times. I don't, I think she was taken aback and uh, not a in a, a different kind of, you know, maybe not as positive as I had hoped. So it, it was scary. Wasn't sure. It was, it was a <laughs> yeah. scary, it was a scary. Wow. Yeah. This so, guy has all, this guy has all my information. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so needless to say, we went out on a date, uh, you guys. And then um, uh, I hadn't dated anybody longer than three months of my life. So needless to say, uh, on a, on a, Friday, but three days before three months of uh, dating this gal, I asked her if she would marry me on Sunday, making three months. She said, yeah, we ran off to Reno. We got married and it's been uh, 17 years now. Yeah, so man. you dated her for three months and then popped a question. Uh, yeah, actually three days short of three months. Yes. Okay. And, and you married her in three months. Correct. Married yeah. on the, the right. third month anniversary. So yeah. So you just want to yeah. kind of get the handcuffs on her before she slipped away. I, I did, and uh, and I'll say this: I wouldn't, I would never recommend it to my own, you know, own kids or family or anything. I would never recommend that kind of doing that kind of thing. But for us, it absolutely worked. Yeah, um, that was the best floor job you ever did, buddy. That's <laughs> a, a nice, it's a nice lady and a super smart lady. And uh, um, congrats, man! I know that's pretty cool. It was the best return yeah. on a floor. Yes. Yes. So how did you hook up with Wayne? Did, was it a, did you answer an ad in the newspaper or something or? Yeah, it was uh, more along lines of, uh, we ended up working at the same company together in this town. Uh, I think Wayne, if I remember right, you left the, the Highlander hardwood floors to your brothers mm -hmm. and you came to work with another company. I was working there and that's, that's, that was the start of it. So we worked together for, I think about four years, three or four years straight yeah um um I, i'll say yeah it's uh not the easiest fellow to work with uh work for but uh it really worked out we, we built a great friendship and uh got to learn a lot and it was nice nice learning how to do things the right way right out of the gate yeah that's, worked out good all the way around that's sweet isn't it that's really <laughs> sweet that's a sweet story <laughs> but him, him meeting his wife or or him and me. No, him and you, man. The, yeah, saying, yeah. the, the bromance. Yeah. Look how long it's go. lasted. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. All right, Rob. 
So we talk about the power drive all the time, and we talk about uh, the, the different uh, ways that there are guys using it. But Jeremiah, I, I, we brought you on this because I know that uh, probably more so than most of our territory managers, you 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 use a power drive day in and day out, but you also use it in a, a lot of different situations, uh, including multi-species jobs and, and walnut jobs, which is very soft, and uh, maple jobs, which is very hard and very light, show scratches. So you want maybe talk about some of the ways that you use the power drive and and i know that it's evolved since for you know a lot of guys will tell you the same thing since when they first started using it until the how they use it now and then the, the, the weights came in the still disc came in so maybe you can talk about that yeah um you know i was fortunate enough to have to be able to own one and run one for a few years before coming on with bona so definitely had some personal experience uh with it and it definitely uh, changed the game for us uh, at the time we also had another competitor's um you know planetary type machine and uh and i felt right away this one this one was uh, multifaceted and uh, definitely met met some of the standards and looks we were trying to achieve um so but it didn't when it you know when I first bought it they there was no steel plates and there was no weights for it. It really kind of cut kind of aggressively on the back back side of the power drive. Uh did a really nice job and flattened out that hard and soft grain. Um but now now with the uh added weights on the front and uh uh and the plates it's definitely definitely you can take your game up to the next level. Um you know, gone are for a lot of us. I think gone are the days of having those uh, those end joints kind of rolled over look to them. Uh, if you know what I mean. Uh, you know, sometimes you get one board that's harder than another, and they're butted up to each other, and that one harder board that's sticking up higher than the other uh, is, is kind of tricky and kind of difficult to get down to the other. Uh, and especially a uh, Brazilian cherry, that one can really get you. Um, <clears throat> I think for um, also the hard, the hard and soft grain, and being able to flatten that out, get those looking about the same to where you're actually fine sanding the uh, soft grain of species, of certain species of wood, uh, that really helps and helps with your finishing and overall look uh, of the floor. Uh, yeah, and I've ran it multiple times in different scenarios, different ways, um, and I'll tell you uh, straight up, I think my biggest go-to. Uh, and that's probably more recently this year than anything is just take a take like 50 grit green on a belt sander drum machine and you could really cut the floor one time you don't have to get all the old finish off even if you don't get all the uh, over wood or lippage off out of the floor uh, it's okay 50 grit one time put the big machine away bring in the power drive and what I really like is using the 80 grit blue uh, abrasive with both weights, steel plates, 80 grit the whole floor. Do the same thing with a hundred grit, maybe trowel fill with wood filler right in between there. Um, you know, maybe uh, after the hundred grit pass with the blue, kind of fine tune, detail the perimeter, whatever you like to do, whether it's hand sand, orbital. Um, and then actually the last pass is go with the 80 grit diamonds on a multi disc on the power drive with both weights and but except the quarter inch pads on the on the multi-disc and stop i'm telling right you that there. is an apps yep stop right there 
Uh, a couple things. Um, you, you, you talk about, you know, and I, I know, and one of the reasons why I had you on here too, because you're a freak about your sand jobs. I mean, you, when I, when you say that the boards are butt up against each other and one, one grain may be harder than the other and they have that roll, look, whatever, you have a very discerning eye. I remember, you know, early on with you on job sites, uh, you, uh, I think probably, well, I know faster than anybody I've ever been around, you, you got dialed in on, on the flatness of the floor. And so when I, when I first experienced the power drive, I, there's two people I, I trust more than anybody. It's my brother, Doug, and you, because uh, you, you both, to me, take it to another level of, of getting that floor flat. And so when, when that's why whenever someone asks questions about the power drive, I'm away from it now for a few years, so I always refer to you. So that's interesting that you say also that you go to 50 green with a big machine, put that machine away, and then you go to blue on the paper. Now that wasn't always the case. I think early on, if I'd asked you that, it would have been a green no. 60 or something like that. And is that because of the weights? Yeah, maybe I didn't elaborate on that enough, but uh, yeah, the weights really made it so much more aggressive. You know, the uh, um, what you can do with 80 grit and up or even 100 grit, what you can do for cutting and flattening out a floor uh, really changed once the weights came out. And I didn't feel the need to have to do that second, maybe even third pass with a big machine, depending on what you start with just because of how much it's cutting out, you know, sander lines and over wood, um, rolled over boards, rolled over end joints and, and hard and soft grain. So it, and you could really just start right there at 80 blue and take care of a lot of, a lot of sins right away. I think that's an important thing to say. And, and, and here's the reason why I think in the past guys would go into myself included with like say 60 green, which is a super aggressive paper because you needed that, that deep cut to get that floor flat. But you're saying now you can accomplish that same same flatness without getting this the deep the deep scratches in the floor, uh, by going to the 80 blue, but using the, both the weights. Correct. So you're you're accomplishing yeah. a better job and and without putting the scratches. So I think if guys have a power drive, and maybe they don't have the weights, or they have a power drive and they're still going with that same sequence that they used before the weights. I think maybe it'd be a good time to kind of reconsider their sanding sequences. Wayne, you touched on, um, you touched on something I'd like to talk about with our sandpaper too, where you said the depth of the scratch. One of the things about bonus sandpaper is the way sandpaper is made. There's um, part of the actual piece of paper is called size coating. And what bonus does is we add a little extra size coating and what that allows us to do is use an aggressive grit, but not get the depth of that aggressive grit because that size coating holds that grit from getting too deep into the floor. So when we talk about the depth of the scratch, that's one of the things that comes with all bonus sandpaper is that um, extra size coating. Interesting, and it, and it shows up in the in the final cuts, in the final results, oh, right? If you think about it, it's you just wonder why everybody's paper isn't like that. Yeah. I mean, that's the game. I mean, you want to be able to, you know, usually from that first cut, everything we're doing after that, you know, my first cut, I want to get that floor flat. And after that, all I want to do is clean up scratches. But so 
some guys will have the power drive and they'll use the power drive because it makes their job faster. And some guys will have the power drive because it makes their jobs uh, flatter and better, more professional looking and just a better result in the end. I think you can achieve both at the same time, Jerry. Am I, am I wrong? What are your thoughts on that? Uh, as far as what? Trying to just get a floor flat with... Yeah, from start to finish. Um, you know, if you said you, you take the 50 grit from the big machine and then you put the big machine away and then you jump to the power drive, you, there's no question that by using this system, your, your floor is going to be dead flat. It's going to be flatter. It's going to be a much better looking floor. But it, it's it's definitely going to look more like that, uh, you know, side of an island panel kind of flat. I think a lot of a lot of people know what I'm talking about, and especially in this industry, you see that, you know, it's a maybe it's a walnut cabinet or you know oak cabinet or something, and that that one side of the island is like just real kind of just flat, not a lot of design, not a lot of fluff. And you just look at it, and you just think, man, that is just like dead flat. And when you're using something like the power drive, you you can make it look like the side of a cabinet flat panel flat are you running the are you running the steel plates on every cut every cut every cut um you know i i like the six back it up i like the 60 green um and you know that will help you the 60 green is very aggressive and in fact that's almost as aggressive as you ever probably will ever need to go if you got a real old floor and it's been just just destroyed by someone else's sanding process and it's a real wavy looking and a lot of guys know what I'm talking about. Rob um, Johnson. Yeah. You cut, Oh geez. You cut a, you cut that floor one time with a 50 grit, just to get the old finish off there. And really I'm now, now I'm maybe going with the 60 green, but I'm using those steel plates. The steel plates really help the power drive, not like, take out or cut out any of the soft grain too much not like a drum sander well especially drums that have maybe a soft drum to them that, that you could really just just scallop the the soft grain out those steel plates and especially 60 grain you can cut all that out cut it right back down so everything's the same and then really on your next step of going 80 grit um it's that's you're you're doing even more flattening out to me, you don't start taking scratches out too much until you get to that hundred grit with a power drive, and then, uh, and then if you want to, if you can or should add the multi disc at the last pass, you're you're definitely can take out all the scratches from there. Are you putting those steel plates direct on the rubber? Direct on the rubber? You mean direct on the pads? Direct on the drive pad, or is there? A, yeah. Or is there an interface pad in between the steel plate and the drive pad? No, I, I like the uh, I like Rob. That's just a good good question. I'm sorry, I didn't know rubber pads. I just always refer to them as a you know a sanding disc pad, uh, pad. So, but yes, still still plates right onto there. Uh, if you need to add like a quarter inch uh, pad for something softer, or you know you're messing you're trying to sand walnut or some, um, you might want to add the quarter inch pad. I'll stick those right on the steel plate. I removing the steel plates is not the easiest. You need a pretty good sturdy putty type knife uh to get them off there so it's nice if you can just leave them on there and then put the quarter inch pads on there mm -hmm. and then uh especially with half inch uh pads on your if you're sanding pine uh i'll stick the half inch pads right on that steel plate and giving that softer cushion for pine how often are you finishing up with the uh say the diamonds i would say this year everybody i talk to and any chance i get uh any kind of demos whether it's a panel or actual floor 
uh, that diamonds have been a conversation and we've tried to use them. And every time we use them, I've been, I've been blown away that 80 grit or 120 grit. Um, I wasn't too hot on when I first came on a bone. I just thought I maybe for walnut, I, I, I just, maybe I just didn't understand them. So now that I've been using them and using them on a multi-disc and what it does for the, not just the scratch pattern, but, um, also what it does for like that old way of getting that depth of color and stain. Cause it's not just totally slicking off a floor, like a 120, you know, black paper or 150 black paper. This kind of, kind of opens it back up in a sense with no scratches, like a screen. You know, that used to be somewhat kind of a darker color sometimes, the old screens. Yeah. Um, so you're kind of getting that look too, which helps on when you're, if you're using like an orbital around the perimeter, if you're using 80 or 100. Now it, they, they marry up really nicely together as far as uh, uniformity. You don't get one side that's getting a kind of halo or dark around the perimeter. It's, it's a really nice matchup at that point. I'm with you. I remember when they first, I was still working sport and they came out with the diamonds and they said, yeah, three diamonds on a maroon pad will, will cut about 3000 feet when doing a recode on a gym. And I thought that's the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. No that's way, right. no way. And my son and I actually had a 6,000 foot gym. We started in the middle, three pads on a maroon pad. He went 3,000 one way, I went 3,000 the other. About halfway through, we stopped, vacuumed the pads off, and kept going. The floor was clean. We had cleaned the floor, so there was no residue or anything. I, I had to prove it to myself, but those diamonds are just a complete game changer. And especially now that we have it for 80 and 120 for bare wood, where when I first started out with them, it was just the, the 180 and the 240. But... Um, you know, for recoats, in between coats, intercoat abrasion. Now with bare wood, like you're using it, these diamonds are just an amazing tool. Well, no, maybe they're now a man's best friend, huh? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, j just to be clear, Jer, so for uh, some of our listeners, when you talk about going around the edges, talk about that sequence there. Do you do the edges first? Do you do the power drive and then do the edges? Do you, are you orbiting with orbitaling with the same sandpaper grit? As, talk about that a little bit. So as try you that, said, you, try that one again. I'm not even going to. Come on, orbitaling. That's a Orb tough one. Yeah, orbitaling. Yeah. Come on, one more time. How about if I do that to you? I just I'm That's trying it. Orbitaling. Yeah. Orbitaling. Yeah, I'll give you something to orbital orbital <laughs> with. Orbitaling. So, okay. So talk about that though, Jerry, talk about, you know, do you orbital the edges first? Uh, are you using the same sandpaper or do you orbital afterwards? Again, give us your thoughts on that for some of the uh, listeners. Cause we do get that question. Yeah. I've always been a big fan of using the orbital for, uh, I don't know, probably close to 10 years now, maybe, maybe less. Um, before I used to do a lot of, lot of hand sanding uh a lot of 50 grit hand sand in fact and that was a that was a lot of a lot of bloody fingers and you know a lot of stain rings left on your fingers and you know not good when you go home try to try to <laughs> try to be nice with the wife or you know she just absolutely won't let you touch it when your fingers feel like sandpaper themselves um you know so anyway, pauline uh, always liked that pauline loves that back rub i've said that before she likes a back rub with the rough hands. She doesn't want the soft office boy hands. She wants the rough 
cut up hand back row. <laughs> That's her thing. Nice. Have you felt Wayne's hands recently, Rob? No, but um, I don't want to go there Whew. with that. that is, I'm telling you. He just uh, said, hey, shook his hand the other day. I went, oh, my Lord, this, this guy really is upper management now. Oh, really? Soft. Yeah. So yeah. soft. I heard uh, he can't even lay 110 feet anymore. He, he's got a 120-foot <laughs> job that he can't even do 120 feet. It's one, 120. Of greatest, one of the greatest floor men of our time, and he can't even do a, a buck 20 anymore. I've lost it. Hey, it's 120 feet with four doorways and about 3,500 cuts. I'll get into that in a minute, though. But, hey. All right. Um, so go back funny. to the orbital, Wayne. Yeah. Go so back to the orbital just to finish yeah. up that, that, that point. Sorry. Yeah. Go back to orbitaling. The, uh, orbitaling. Orbitaling. Um, yeah, so, you know, uh, for me, I still we still always finish with uh, 120 on the edger. So whether we – 50 grid or 60 grid or 80 grid with an edger to start, we would finish with 120. Uh, depending on where we wanted a full trial of floor with wood filler, just kind of dictated what we were doing as far as the 120 grit goes. First pass with a power drive. That can can change, can get, you know, can vary. Um, but definitely after you, to me, after I 80 grit and sometimes even 100 grit with a power drive, I like to I like to use an orbital, use a light. I just, I just can't stand edger marks and the orbitals and today's type of orbitals that are out there, there's just some beautiful, magnificent orbitals. Uh, they do such a nice job of just helping you blend that perimeter, help you get rid of any kind of edger type mark. And, um, again, just trying to create that, that almost flawless floor or the close to flawless as you can possibly get. And, uh, and then last pass again, and lately just, just that 80 grit, dropping down to an 80 grit diamond since it's not really it's not a typical sandpaper in the sense of sandpaper this is diamonds are totally different and they sand different and they perform differently and um that helps just blend everything nicely and uh i'll tell you what uh, on that vein for before you guys move on i've got multiple contractors that we've worked together for past couple years uh multiple contractors that really are able to charge a lot more a square foot by implementing a planetary like the power drive implementing more sanding sequence and um and just creating a, a more flawless floor these guys are getting more money per square foot and perhaps a lot of them don't have to do as many square foot and still be just as profitable as they were when they were trying to just you know blow floors out uh, you know, it's funny because uh, I, I actually called you, Rob. I, I was in that job in Atlanta, and then the first time I used the 80-grit diamond on the job, and it was a, we went really dark with the floor. And um, um, you're right, Rob, or excuse me, Jer. It, it opens it up, and it doesn't slick it, does like, you know, it doesn't slick it like a, like a screen does or, or, or a fine sandpaper. It opens it up as it, you know, so the stain takes a much richer, deeper-looking color. Um, and, and, and you verified that everything that I've thought I, I, on that same Atlanta job, I say, I, you know, I don't, I'm not out sanding anymore, but it, it dawned on me in that job that this whole game now is, is understanding sandpaper sequence. This, the, this type of machinery that's out there is incredible. It, it changes your game to a whole nother level. I don't care how good a floor you get, floor man you were back in the day when hard plating was the big deal. Now what you can do with those sand, sanders now, man, it's a whole different, it's a, it puts you in a different level of sanding. Um, so no, I'm, I'm glad to have you on here. I think this is important to talk about. 
And and it's it's funny that you brought up sanding, hand sanding the perimeter. I and I, I was going to ask you when you were with me, were we still hand sanding? And because uh, we had, yeah, you're right. We, you're, yeah. At the end of the day, your your fingers would bleed sometimes. You get in the shower and it'd be like your fingers were on fire. Yeah. From uh, hand sanding all day, and um, I remember we have an apprentice, and the second day of the work, he'd show up usually with blue tape around his fingertips. You know. <laughs> We, 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 you know, we sanded his fingertips off. We used to make fun of him. And I remember the first guy that, that brought an orbital sander out to the job said, well, maybe we could use this. We didn't say, no, we don't think it's a good idea. We said, we were disgusted that, that he would have the nerve, the yeah. gall to say that this could actually be done with a machine. You know, right. you hand sanded or nothing. And, um, but yeah, the game has changed so much. Like you said, I mean, the, the machinery, you talked about some of the orbital sanders out there, you know, uh, uh, the game has just changed so much. So I'm glad to hear you say that. What about the species, Jer? Are, are you afraid to put this machine on a, on a you know, um, um, a maple floor or what you mentioned a walnut floor or, or American cherry floor? How does that, that change the way you approach it? Yeah, uh, a local fellow here, uh, Jeremy Carley, he, uh, uh, he had a hickory floor. I think it was about six, like six or seven thousand square feet. So it was a monster, and um, he's really been, really been using, utilizing the power drive in all kinds of ways. He, he, he goes beyond most anybody I've seen out there as far as just trying all these different grits and sequences and patterns. And so he had a big hickory floor, it was a wide plank, um, a big refinish. So. He, he ended up using like 60 grit on the power drive, 80 grit on the power drive. And he just said, man, they called me up and said, man, I'm just having a tough time. These scratches are, uh, you know, this is tough. It's such a hard species of wood, they agree. So he goes, what, what are your thoughts? And this before I said anything about diamonds to him. And uh, uh, I said, all right. I said, tell you what, let's see, take that thing up to like 120 on the, on the Higgory and just, just sand like you normally do with the power drive. I'll come, let me know when you get close. I'll try to swing by. And we'll get we'll we'll give something else a try. I got some. I may have something for you. So again, he takes it up to 100, 120. 100, mind you, the 120 was the black paper that we have. Um, uh, I think that's silicone carbide in it. Rob, it is silicone carbide. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, and look, see, I asked Rob a question. You're always there. Um, so we 120. He 120. I got there and I said, hey, I said let's. You got you got a multi disc. I got a multi disc and a power drive. Let's let's get two of these going. It's a big job. We'll put the diamonds on here. 80 grit. So mind you, we went all the way here. I had to go all up to 120, and I told him, let's go back down to 80. Well, it's, you know, as as different as he can be with the floors and sanding sequences, and believe me, he can be different. Uh, this one actually baffled him, blew him away. I said, just can I trust me on this? Let's let's see if we can get all these little squiggly scratches out and everything. And again, 80 grit, multi-disc. It took everything out on 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 a hickory floor that it was staying in dark. It was hmm. it was something else. That just after that, I went. I th this this absolutely would be my go-to on any almost any floor now. So, what kind of square feet are you getting out of a set of the uh, 80 diamonds? We you know set of six. I think I got up to about 3,000 square feet, and I, I I still have them. I'm kind of kind of wait for the next one. I get get a little time to try and use them. I'm very confident I can keep going with them. 
that's what blows my mind. Is that it's crazy? You, yeah, you could use a set for that many square feet and they're still cutting. I would have never believed it if I didn't do it for myself. Exactly. There you go. Yeah, that's the truth. That's a lot of good information, Jer. Uh, Got to be honest with you. Yeah, you're better than I thought. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I said he's probably going to be a bust, but let's give it a shot here. So <laughs> I think my wife said the same thing. <laughs> I should still pull the trigger, you know? That's a boy. <laughs> Jeremiah, um, I heard that uh, you're helping Wayne with a little project. How's that going? It is, uh, it is going well, man. There's been a few weekends here and there. I've been able to get a few things and help help with and help get done. Uh, this is a – It's a like – is it like six, 7,000 feet? I mean, I know you guys have been working on it a long time. Oh, yeah. No, this is – there's been multiple weekends and kind of a lot of work in it. And it's uh, – it's uh, I think it's 115 square. Feet. 115. What was it? 120? 115. Uh, somewhere around there. But 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 you misspoke. <laughs> Jeremiah is not helping me on it. We are collaborating on it. Oh, knew, okay. All right. I knew when I when I was going to do this for and how uh, much work was involved that uh, uh, there's one guy that I wanted to make sure that if if he had the time we could do work on together. Yeah, we're partners in crime from a long time ago. Like I said, I trust Jeremiah. And actually that might be, a, we might do a video on the power drive. Cause that, that's the only machine that's going to hit that floor is a power drive. And there's one, one, two, there's at least five, six different species of wood on it from, from uh, walnut to uh, maple. So it's all over the floors. Plus uh, Paduke and uh, there's all kinds of stuff. I heard I'm Judy's sure. leaning towards LVT on this project. If I don't get it done in the next week, it's going to be an LVT floor. So, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not that it's that hard. It's just that it's that time consuming. And I just, you know, how it goes, Rob. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we'll do a video on that when we go to San and finish that. I think another thing we need to touch on, Jeremiah, is how versatile it is, the power drive. I know we've talked about it on different shows, but. I think right out of the gates, especially with what's going on as far as the labor shortage, if you hire a kid and you're breaking him in on your crew, it's six months before he is making you any money. It's six months of training him and he's not making you a dime. Now with a power drive in three hours, he can be part of the crew. I, I think it's that easy to run and easy to teach somebody how to run it and really I mean, you know, go into talking about the it being a stand-up edger, and uh, but just the ease of use of this machine, especially when we're talking about fatigue. I think you had touched on some of the other planetary machines that, you know, at the end of the day, you feel like you've been fighting Mike Tyson, where this machine, you're ready to go dancing. That's the truth, Rob. It's a uh, she. They are easy to run. Um, and it's nice when you can get a, a young fella in there that hasn't been, doesn't have much experience and get him to sand a floor, refinish a floor, uh, really a, virtually can, almost cannot mess the floor up like a drum sander or an edger can. Um, and right away, like you said, I mean, maybe he's making you some money right away. Uh, and especially on some of these engineered floors, there's not a lot of overwood or just really precision milled. Um, calibration sanded some of them and 
you know, all, sometimes that's all you need, just a power drive and maybe just a good orbital around the perimeter. And you can sand and finish a whole floor with, with no edger and no big machine, which is uh, it's kind of unbelievable to think about for some of us that did it the hard <laughs> it, way. It really is. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, and the versatility of it all. Uh, all the attach, all the different components you can you can use with the uh, power drive, uh, like the Tampico brush. That's a much faster way to vacuum a floor um, and really help extract all that dust out of the soft grain, and uh, it'll really help with it'll help with grain raise. Uh, in fact, I got a quick story on the Tampico brush. I, my first one was about two two thousand one or two thousand two, somewhere in there. I got my first Tampico brush and I didn't know what it was for. I didn't think somebody said you could run it as your last pass instead of vacuuming. I'm like, that's ridiculous. You have to vacuum. That's the only way, you know, my mind was set on just one thing. So, so I needed the back plate with the screws, at the, you know, to, for a, another buffer in the plate we had issue with. So I took the screws off and took that little plate out and then I just tossed the Tampico in the garbage. I just figured out that's, you know, useless. <laughs> don't need that and then it wasn't until about 2010 uh i went to a bonus training school and uh larry steven and um uh, uh, got to see the tampico in action and saw the panels saw the way it just looked so night and day difference versus vacuuming how clean that floor was and how fine sanded that floor was it really showed off what you what what you did up to that point as far as sanding goes how how smooth that floor already is with just you know 100 grit 120 grit and uh i was blown away and then from there i was a total believer in that one and also the fact that it it you know you can use it with a regular buffing plate you could buff between coats with a power drive especially if you're working upstairs, just a few bedrooms or something, you're just working upstairs, maybe maybe you only bring the power drive up, do all your sanding, you can buff on all your stain, you can do your vacuuming, and you can buff between coats. And it's it, two all machines you have is in power one. Drive. Yeah, it's, it's two machines in one. Anybody who's thinking of buying a buffer, you're, you're crazy not to buy a power drive. Yeah, I would agree with that at these days, no doubt. Um, uh, and the fact that even if, you know, you got some fellows out there that still like the hard plate, uh, you even have that option. Not something we talk about too often, but it does have the bolt there and the pad and you can, you can actually hard play with it. And then now you can get the, uh, the wire brush attachment, uh, wire brush kit with it and, uh, and the Tynex brushes with that. So you can kind of achieve that, you know, the, a lot of those pre-finished floors these days are, you know, wire brush or two tone. And, uh, that definitely is a way to help get you there mm. and, and matching that up. So. Good stuff, Jer. Good stuff, man. I appreciate you uh, taking time to be on after work here. Um, let me ask you this. What you, so you've been a territory manager for Bona how many years now? Two, three years? Yeah, since uh, late 2017. Yeah. And what, what, the, what do you get your most satisfaction out of from the job? You know, it's, uh, uh, it's, it's really just the, the relationships and getting to know all these, uh, different craftsmen in different States. And, and then also building these, you know, these relationships with these, uh, the distribution companies, all the different distributors out there and kind of seeing the ins and outs of how that all works. Um, seeing how contractors run and operate their business and, um, and me right in the middle, trying to help both parties out. That's, that's, uh, that's a lot of fun. 
Yeah, I could I couldn't agree more. I mean, it's an honor to when someone gives you a call and uh, and 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 you know, once in a while you get to help somebody out, and uh, it's always you know makes you feel good about what you do. So I couldn't agree more, Jer. Oh, Jeremiah, I miss going down to Nashville, man. I miss our schools. I know they're going to be starting up pretty soon, though, but we have Isn't some really truth? good times there. Some fantastic times, Rob. You do a fantastic job at these schools in Nashville. I you know, know. I know. Um, you know, I know you really appreciate um, the, the some of the intricate panels I have there. I know you love being able to work with those yourself. You know and, how uh, much I despise you and your panels and, and <laughs> your off-the-wall, everything that you do. Yeah. Yep, yep. But, that's, you, that's, but you, did find us, uh, you did find us that great trivia game that we bring the students to. What, what's that, Thursday night, I think, the class dinner yeah. now? That's our new thing, that's too. That's right. Getting that in big fact, trivia we, night. We've only – in fact, we only win that when I'm there for some reason. Yeah, you know, I don't You know guys why. really bombed on that last time I wasn't there. I didn't realize how smart you are, but that facility, that facility there is an awesome facility. The panels set up and everything, that is just a great facility to have a school at. We get a, we get a lot done at the, at the Nashville schools. We do. I mean, that uh, from, from all the sanding and all the teaching you, you do, uh, it's a lot of fun. We get to go downtown one night, uh, like Rob just said, also with the, uh, the trivia night at the, you want you want some of the Nashville hot some of the best Nashville hot chicken you can you you can have where where it is like no, literally next door, um, which is dangerous for me. But uh, uh, that's it's a it's a lot of fun. And then besides that, Rob, I mean you you do need somebody like me on the team because who else is going to get the Mark Anthony and Cleopatra thing? You know, right? If you remember, right? Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, exactly. So that that's it's important to have the right people in place. Yeah, I love uh, heading to no. that Nashville school because I have no idea what I'm walking into what you and Wayne have put down on a panel. No, it's, that's, that's no idea what's going to You're going to learn to <laughs> yeah. sand floors in Nashville. We got herringbone. We got pattern floors, uh, all sorts. What was that one with all the little boxes? What the hell do you call that it's, one, Wayne? Uh, Rom's pattern. Uh, Rom's pattern. Rom's pattern. Oh, my yeah. God, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it's also Nashville's a destination place. A lot of guys will bring their wife, and they'll uh, they'll hang out, maybe stay an extra day, go downtown Broadway. It's a it's a, it's a great time. Yeah, it's it's going to uh, be great when we can uh, get these schools rolling again because yeah. Nashville is a great place to go. It's a it's it is a, it is a hot spot for um, people to come, and uh, we do get a great turnout. We sell out fast. Um, I know Rob, you always try to limit the students there, and you. You know I'm going to be somewhere between 20 and 30 usually, but we've got a lot of world issues, so we are going to back that down. I gotta, I'm going to have to abide by the rules now, and that's okay. We can always change it later. But for anybody out there that has, you know, has not visited Nashville, I mean, I hope, I hope you all can try to try to make one of our schools when when we're open back up because it is a, it is a lot of fun, and we'll definitely show you something, see things a little different. Well, Jeremiah, thank you very much. I appreciate you making the time today. Rob, thanks. Always as good as usual. Um, and uh, this has been another episode of On the Floor with Wayne and Rob. Please stay tuned for another episode.